0: Sunday night, Sunday night prep work with coach Bert. Let's test this out and see how we're doing. Sunday night prep work. There we go. Sunday night prep work with coach Burt. How are we doing? It's Sunday night. A little late. It's nine o'clock. What in the world? How did that happen? Nine o'clock at night. Let me tell you how it happens. Is I have been playing with the kids uh, most of the day today. It was a beautiful day here in Tennessee. And... Um, because it was such a beautiful day here in Tennessee, um, I'm getting on tonight late. I just did a session for our Monster Producers. If you're not in Monster Producer program right now is two for one. You can get two people in for the price of one. I've moved that price to $2,000 uh, for six months or $29.97 for the year. You get two people in for the price of one. You get business growth every single week. You get private sessions with me in a group setting. You get access to replays. Okay, it is our core product. And I just did a session um, for our monster producers this month called 10 Skills That Will Pay the Bills. Okay. And two that'll make you wealthy. Okay. Those are private sessions I do only for my coaching students. Uh and they would tell you the people that are in there that show up like they should, stay plugged in, typically get as much as a thirty to forty three percent increase in a one year cycle. More than anything, they get clarity. There's two types of growth, folks. There's what's called qualitative growth, which is growth that I can't measure, but I can feel. There's quantitative growth, which, which is growth that we can measure. Okay. My business grew 90% year over year in 2022. Okay. And I was sending an email out tonight to a mortgage group that wants me to come in and do a, some sessions for their, for their group and, and then ultimately for their real estate team. Uh, I have now coached through three recessions was coaching in the 08 recession uh in the home building crisis of 2008 I was coaching in the pandemic which was a recession of 2020 for sure and I am I'm, I'm coaching now in uh you know in the uh 2023 recession and no help or no thanks to the government who's really not doing anything to help anybody here they're hurting in my opinion now I'm not uh, getting into politics but in my opinion it's not helping anybody it's hurting everybody so what I want to talk about tonight is really two things. One, to get you ready for the week, I was just listening to a podcast, uh, from a guy named Dan Sullivan, which is one of my coaches that I've been through his programs. And it was, it's called Always Be the Buyer. And in any transaction, uh, typically the buyer has an advantage over the seller. Okay. Because the buyer's got the money. The buyer's got the resources. The buyer's got the, uh, they got the money and they're making a decision if they want to make a buying decision or not the only way to become the buyer versus the seller is to have something that other people want you have a certain knowledge that solves the problem a certain set of skills a certain set of attitudes a certain set of habits and in that scenario you can actually become the buyer versus the seller but if you if you do not create a unique experience, you do not have a unique skill set, you do not have anything of real value. That's what's called commoditization, and commoditization is where ultimately we can get what you have anywhere. The way you de-commoditize yourself is you have you create unique value in the marketplace. You have something unique. You guys probably saw where I traded in uh, my G-Wagon for a, a, a Maybach. And the MyBox are unique. There's very few out there. The dealership had one or two. They had 22 G-Wagons on the lot. They had one buck. And uh, I traded the G-Wagon in because I had three three cracked windshields. And it seemed like every time I got on the interstate, <laughs> a pebble would hit my windshield and it cracked the windshield. Then, then the G-Wagon's out of commission for a week. It's $4,000 to replace its insurance claim. And I, I just said, man, you know plus i'm i'm bringing in probably someone to drive so i can work uh and and maximize my time and and there's no better car for that than the Maybach, and it's classy and it feels good but but here's the deal man they they, they only had one or two it's 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 unique there's the, the, the back is set up for an office it's got reclining seats so when i go into nashville and back into nashville solves a problem for me i was showing up irritable when i got home at night because of the traffic and the craziness, I'm trying to text, and call people, and, and I'm like, man, let's only be doing this. I just need a vehicle where I can either rest or work. And that's it, okay? So it was a unique experience. It, they've created a unique vehicle, okay? So for you, the way you become the buyer versus the seller is you create something of real value that solves a significant problem in the marketplace, Right. If you're out there, I want you to type in or just type in. I'm looking at all the comments tonight. Type in what you think the unique value you create is. My unique value is I know how to help people find, package, market, and monetize. My unique value is I went from being a high school basketball coach to build a multi-million dollar coaching company by finding, packaging, marketing, and monetize. My unique value is I know how to take a concept like this and create products and services around that. Okay, that is my unique value. There's a lot of things I can't do, can't cook, I'm geographically illiterate, can't fix the car, but I can create unique value, and in some cases that helps you become a buyer versus the seller. So so at the very end of that book, they're they're interviewing Sullivan, uh, Ronnie Brawley, and they're asking Sullivan when he builds relationships with people, how does he build relationships with people? And one of the things he says got my attention, it's it's he says, I first look at the individual and i ask myself what are they doing am i impressed with what they are doing that that impression either opens the door to me doing business with them or closes the door you're not going to go to a you don't need to go to a broke financial advisor you don't need to go to an out of shape doctor you don't need to go to a coach that can't monetize or hasn't shown a demonstrated capacity of winning you don't need to like 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 what he was saying there is what what is your work ethic saying to other people, okay, and I always say the leader should have the strongest work ethic. It's like when I was a basketball coach, the best the best player, if the best player was the best leader, man, you are when the best player is the best leader, you got you now you got one hell of a team, okay, so what is your work ethic? How do you present yourself? And what is it saying to the marketplace about you? And could, could that be one thing that is hurting your sales in this economy? Okay. Could, could that be one thing that, that people look at you and go, you know what? You don't practice what you preach. You don't follow up, like you said. You don't present well. You don't show up consistently. Could it be? That when you're looking out there to blame the government, plenty, plenty of, of room to go around there to blame. But we don't do that because we take total responsibility. We are where we are today based on every decision we've made up until today. So plenty, plenty, plenty to blame. But could it be that the way you're presenting yourself is making you come off as amateur versus professional? Could it be the way you present? Could it be the perception that you're still playing at an amateur level that's actually keeping you from people exchanging business with you? Could it be that they're following your consistency and they don't see a consistency in you? Could it be that your actions walk in the door before you do? Could it be your reputation precedes you? Okay, so when you're thinking about this, if you're out there struggling right now, and you say, man, I'm struggling, could it be that you're not putting the effort in, you're not following up, you're not putting the work ethic in? Okay, so that's one topic tonight, because this is the last thing Sullivan said in that book is before I do business with a person a person, I take a hard look at them and I see what they're doing. What are they doing? Do they are they doing what they're telling you to do? Okay, so that's point one tonight. Point two tonight is this new thing I got going for all the high net worth individuals out there. If you're earning over $500,000 a year or you have a net worth of two million, uh, and above I've got a new program out called what's next I'm gonna be doing a three-day challenge starting this Thursday called what's next and you have to qualify for for the challenge but it's three days on reconnection three days on on a, a specific a very specific structure I use to stay motivated reconnect to my uh, passion uh, follow up on my hopes and goals, and to be clear on what I want to do. Is it highly enjoyable? Is it highly profitable? Is it in alignment with my big goals? And, and, and so if you're out there and you're thinking about this, you've been seeing me make posts for this. I've already got 15 people in that program. That program is $12,500 a year. It's 15 high net worth people who are out there playing at a high level, earning over $500,000 a year. It's what's next. Charles Clowers, it's what's next. It's how do I get clear? Because these are the two things people say to me when they're doing well. Man, I've been I'm doing well, but I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I'm burned out, but I have a method I want to package. And I'm trying to just figure out my next move. Am I going to build greatness factors? What am I doing with success schools for kids? How do I build competitive intelligence in people? Who do I want to work with? So as you're out there and you're thinking about these things, if you're if you're in that category and you're earning over 500,000 a year, Oh, you got a net worth of $2 million, Then, then really take a look at what I'm doing and what's next. And more importantly, just sign up for that three-day challenge I got going on. Get in there and let's work through some structures. And this concept actually came to me, man, I bet it was six or seven years ago. And a very successful person came to me and said, man, I'm just trying to figure out what's next. When I retired at 31 years old, I'm like, what's next? Right? When I, when I spoke at 10X, it's like, what's next? Right now, I'm trying to figure out what's the next book I'm going to write. If you had not read this book, flip the switch. This book has been out. We've sold, I think, over 10,000 units of this book. It's been on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list, top 20. So I'm asking myself the same thing. What's next? And it you would be shocked at sometimes how just some clarity from someone, some structure from someone can help you. So I want you thinking, guys, two things tonight from Sunday Night Prep. Could it be that people are watching you? And what they're, what they're, what they're, maybe they don't tell you, but what they're thinking is, man, I just don't see the consistency from that person. They seem to dabble versus decide. They still have amateur habits. They're still operating at a, at a small level. Okay. They're not really leveling up like they could be. And maybe that's hurting your sales. Maybe you're wondering why, man, why don't people want to partner with you? Why don't people open doors for you? Why don't people call you back? Why don't people take your phone calls? It could be their way of saying you're just not leveling up enough, man, and I don't know what that level is to be honest with you um I don't know what that level is to I think it's it's all relative but 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 there are indicators that show another person if you're the real deal or not, okay and um consistency is one of the number one things I look for in people. And I'm like, man, what are they doing? How do they present themselves? How hard do they fight in a, in a, in a recession? Do they keep showing up? Do they whine? Do they complain? Do they make excuses? What do they do that indicates success or credibility indicates more importantly, ethical? Uh, you know, at the ethics part of it, number one. Okay. And I wrote down in my notes, do you, do you do what you say you were going to do? Do you follow up? Do you say please and thank you? Do you have a, 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 a added a, a attitude? I almost said attitude. Attitude and habits of, of of gratefulness. Do you appreciate? Do you stay in flow and frequency with people? Like people are watching. And they're watching to see if you're going to go play at that next level or not, guys. So Sunday night prep work with Coach Burke. Let me see if I got any questions on here tonight. It's good to see you. Tracy, Charles, Brian White. Brian White, John McAllister, Ronnie Brawley, Mike White. That's right, Mike. Melanie Mayo, Joel. Good to see you, Joel. I like coming on Sunday nights and being raw, man, and being real and just taking a concept. I remember before I was a championship coach, it used to just drive me crazy. I couldn't get over there in those circles uh, with those championship coaches. They just wasn't taking me serious. And they weren't taking me serious. Uh, Cheryl, because I wouldn't, I didn't have enough of those success credibility indicators yet. I wasn't in the game. I wasn't a championship coach. Now, when I won that championship ring, which I'm having redone this week, I've got a guy coming out and I said, "Man, I, I, I want to redo my championship ring. I want to, I want to, I want to bring some fire and life back to this baby." So, I wasn't in the club because I wasn't in the club. If you know what I'm saying, I wasn't in the club because I wasn't in the club. When I got that my back down at. uh Mercedes place. They said the last person that came in and got one was Tim McGraw just a few weeks ago. And I said, it's a good club to be in. It's a good club to be in. Now, uh, what do we have going on? Guys, if you're not in my coaching program, I want to, I, I, I really, really, I really, really want you to consider it. I want you to consider coming to the lodge. I want you to consider to quit dabbling, to make a decision, to kill something off and to go pro this week. Right, Heather? and 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 to leave your amateur desires behind and take this thing all the way, all right? My name's Coach Michael Burt. Sunday night prep with Coach. Let's have a big week. I got a group coming to the Lodge for Purpose to Profit. Can't wait to see them. Uh, I've got a kickoff this week. I got me and Andy Elliott on Wednesday. Power hour for sales. Thursday. And I don't even know what all I got. Friday, I'm going down to Birmingham to look at some real estate. There could be a potential greatness factory down there. And... We're, we're about to start building this greatness factory in Nashville. Thank the good Lord. Okay. We've been working on budgets and finances and all those things, but here's the deal. We set it and we stay, we see it all the way through to its conclusion, man. That's what big time people do. So everybody needs a coach in life. A good coach can change your life. Thank you for letting me be yours. And Kelly Isler, we're going to be doing Success School on here one uh, one night, talking about building competitive intelligence in children on a Sunday night coming up soon. So be on the lookout for that, guys, okay? You guys have a great night. God bless you.